When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. From the After 9 Podcast Studios, this is After 9 with Scott and Kat. Hey, now, go Leafs, go. (laughs) I get, like, anxiety when you say that. I know. (laughs) Me too. (laughs) Is that normal? (laughs) Well, listen, I know there's some people who probably think this is stupid and they don't care about hockey or things like that. And that's fine. Nobody has to. But there's a lot of people just like me and maybe you that grew up watching this team that we're always led to believe that Toronto is the hockey capital of the world and the Leafs are the center of the universe. Well, they haven't made it to the second round in 19 years. There's people listening to this pod that weren't even alive the last time they made it to the second round, let alone won the Stanley Cup. I'll venture a guess that we don't have anybody listening right now that was alive when the Leafs last won the Cup. So if they can get it done tonight, in five games, eliminate Tampa, and just wait to find out who they're playing in the next round, I feel like that would be a major, A, boost to our energy level, and B, a major calming sense for our anxiety. Mm, I, I, I need that. I need that calmed. And then there's going to be a whole other, if it happens, there's going to be a whole other slew of anxieties that are going to follow it. It's only going to get worse as the rounds continue. But there's a lot of people who think if they do this one, they're easily going to make it into round. Like they're saying like three, basically until we play Boston. If they win this round, it should be an easier second round. And then you're right. The series against Boston should be the Stanley Cup final. They're the two top teams in hockey. So many like should be. And then stuff never happens. So again, I, I like to do one game at a time. Let's hope that they do it. Let's hope that they do this and sail the deal at least for the first round because that in itself is an accomplishment. If you're listening to this episode before 9 o'clock, before 7 o'clock p.m. Eastern time, get to the liquor store or the beer store or the cannabis store and and get to the grocery store and get your snacks and appetizers and shit like that. Try not to freak out at the current price of Doritos and a bag of chips and enjoy the game. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, you know, they can say all they want. Inflation's coming down. It's not at the grocery store. Not nearly as fast as every other inflation Mm -hmm. because certain things, especially those prepackaged things, are still a fortune at the store. And when they're on sale at certain places, because that's what baffles my mind like I can go over and maybe basics has a sale for something and it's two ninety nine, or I can get it regular price for seven ninety nine. Like the, it's like, it's not even like it's a 50 cent difference here. Like we're talking $4 a difference for some things. And oh, I, I can't understand how that works. So when there's a sale, I find that I've been doing way more hoarding of those things than I ever used to. Cause I know that I'm like, I'll, I won't find a sale on that. I don't know how inflation's going to go. I'll just buy six packages of this because who knows, right? Funny you mentioned um, Food Basics because I don't typically go there and there's Mm -hmm. not even one near me, but they had a flyer out late last week. It was their crazy eight sale where all the prices are in eights and they were doing things like selling, I don't know, blackberries for 88 cents and you could get uh, a whole bunch of different things at those prices. So I actually went after reading the flyer and seeing it. I went to Food Basics. Did you go to the one not far from here? Uh, Yeah, it was just down the street from our studios. Cat. 
it was like the fucking apocalypse. People were like grabbing shit yeah. and filling up their cart. And I had one, I don't know that that one person could have eaten that many blackberries ever in mm-hmm. an entire lifetime, but she was stacking them up and chicken and a whole bunch of different things that were all part of this sale. But those are the lengths people are going to because everything yeah. else is so expensive. Well, why not? Right? Absolutely. It does save you a lot of cost down the road. If you can, if you're able to then stock up. That's what I'm, I've been doing that. I have. Can I tell our, our friends here that are listening to After 9 what you were doing what right was, before we started recording? <laughs> I'm going to tell them. Is it normal? I think it, I don't know if it's normal or not. We'll open it up for the DMs. Kat, when I walked into the studio, I was making a coffee. Kat was on her phone. I walked in and I'm like, hey, what you doing? She was creeping her neighbor's house because her neighbor's house is for sale. She was going through it. She was looking at the pictures and everything. And it made me wonder, is it weird? Because you have no intention of buying yeah. your neighbor's house. Your no. house is probably perfect for no. you. Have, well, have you ever creeped your neighbors? And is it weird to start going through your neighbor's house in the listing online? I think everyone, like, I feel like so many people do this. So a couple of reasons why I was curious. Number one, um, I've been to his, actually, he's hel- he helped me out in a really, really scary situation and helped me feel better. And maybe I'll tell you that story because I've never actually told any, I don't think I've talked on the podcast about what happened to me in the middle of the night that one night. No, but we're going to so do a pod exclusive so here. So I'll do an exclusive coming up because I feel better now, but at the time I didn't want to talk about it because I was actually really worried. But anyway, so this this guy's house is beautiful. I mean, the outside is my favorite like curb appeal home on our street. And we have a lot of really great curb appeal. Like people take care of the properties on my street, which I love, love, love. But he does such a great job. And I've been to, I mean, I've seen inside his house just in the front door area twice. And from what I can tell, I, I don't know because I've never asked, but he's got a girlfriend and I'm, I think she's living there, but I'm not sure. And I can't tell by the pictures, but I think what's happening here is this kind of has some, although it's, it's really well done, nicely decorated. It's got some bachelor-esque qualities to the home. Bachelor-esque. Yeah. And I'll explain that because now that I'm looking at pic- pictures and snooping it, I can tell you more. But I think what's happening here is she wants to find a place that's a little more to both of their tastes as opposed to just his but it's beautiful nonetheless. Like, I'll give you an example. He put a urinal in in the bathroom. Oh, that's great. I thought about doing that, and I thought it can't be that hard to put in a urinal. It was surprisingly difficult to try and reroute the plumbing. So I bailed on that idea. But it's actually really cool if you can get it done. Very cool. I guess she doesn't use it as much as he. <laughs> Only when she's drunk. No, I, I don't. Yeah, I don't. Watch this. I don't believe so. But everything's really upgraded, really, really nice. And then I noticed, um, I could t- see, he, I just... He's got a ginormous closet. He turned a room into a closet, which oh. I, I'm going to do one day. Like, I'm going to do that one day. I'm going to just turn a room into a closet. As soon as the girls move out. And, and it's honestly, I could I could do it to their playroom, honestly. The playroom is beside the primary bedroom. And I could just get a hole and a slash door right through where I have my walk-in closet into that room. And it would be a ginormous closet. I could do it now. But... They love, they have toys and shit they like to play with. So I keep kids are like that. You know, why you do know? they take up so much space? They don't take anything seriously <laughs> or, or appreciate mom's side hustle. <laughs> That's the problem. Um, so this, so this guy, I'll tell you the story quickly because again, I think enough time has passed where I'm like, I, I think I know what happened. It was the middle of the night. It was about two o'clock in the morning, actually. I feel like it was, I don't know, midnight, two o'clock in the morning, whatever it was. And on my door. In the middle of the night. Middle of the night on a weeknight by the way, just like middle of the night, weeknight, what the fuck? And it awoke me like I was jarred, jarred awoken and rang the doorbell. So I have a Nest Cam and everything. So it went all through the top floor of my house. You know, someone's at the front door and I'm just like, 
The last time that happened, it was the cops. And I've told that story before. That was when your inactive landline yeah. accidentally phoned yeah. 911. So instantly I'm wondering, are these the, co- are the cops back? Do the land, like that just goes through your mind when you're like, I was out of it, right? So I'm just like, did the cop, are the cops back? What happened? Or did someone die, right? I mean, you automatically, th- does anybody else think the worst? I do. I'm just like, someone's dead. Well, it's not normal <laughs> to get a knock on the door in the middle of the night. No. So I approach the door and I look at the side uh, window and I see a guy and he's very afraid scared like I could tell very it was a cold night he had no jacket on so it was weird right away something was off something was weird and so I did not open the door to this guy and I just said hello you know like what's up my husband by the way is right behind me and he's like yeah uh I I just came off the bus these guys with a gun they're coming at me I need help and I'm just like okay oh god yeah yeah it was so it was it freaked me out and at the time, the whole TikTok thing had just blown up. So obviously, like I said, I always think the worst. I'm like, why my door? Why me? So my husband just said, go, go, run and find help. But you're not going to find it here. Like, we're not opening the door. And he's like, okay, all right, man, I just got out of a cab. His whole story made no sense because he said he just got out of a cab and he came from the, and then he said he came from the bus stop. So story's not aligning right away. So right. I'm thinking you're targeting what's happening. Anyway, thinking the worst. Eventually we got him to leave and he ran out of the, he ran off of our property, but it scared the shit out of me and I didn't sleep the rest of that night. And I was just dying to look at the security footage from my neighbors because I was like, this doesn't make sense. The way that my street is set up, it's, there's no bus stop on my street. The bus does not go down my street. The, it's actually quite a, there's about 50 houses before you get to a bus stop. Why would you go to my house from a bus stop? A. B. You said something about a taxi cab. And you would. why would you take a taxi cab to this street if you didn't live here? Why would the cab driver not be involved? Anyway, all the shit was not matching up. On top of the fact he had no coat, we automatically hoped. I know that sounds bad that I hoped it, but honestly, I didn't want to be a target of any kind. But I automatically kind of hoped this is a, he's a little drugged up. You know what I mean? Oh, you were something. hoping a junkie was there. I was kind of hoping it was just a junkie. And I know that sounds bad, but it's happened before... To people, I'm sure. So anyway, this guy whose house is for sale was one of the people that really helped me out because his house has had just had a direct line of sight for everything toward where the bus station is, toward where potentially a cab could have dropped him off to figure out where he had come from and gone to. And on his camera, it was great. He's like, oh, this guy's fucking high as a kite for sure. And he shows me the security footage. And sure enough, the guy like was walking and he saw a car coming down the street. He started running. Out of nowhere. So I think he was a little mistaken as to what to happen due to maybe drugs, potentially, possibly. But anyway, freaked me out. And uh, yeah, this guy's nice. And now he's moving away. And that's the end of the story. Will you get a say in who your neighbors are? Because I've always thought that the street should get to vote on the offers that come in on a house. Okay. We're the ones who have got to live with them, not the person selling. So there are two houses for sale on my street. This one, I'm cool with whatever. It's it's a little down the down the way. Have you considered There's, a real baller move, like buying those houses and knocking them down yeah. so you have a better view? <laughs> no, no, I am not. You're not going to be like Canada's Donald Trump or no, anything? No, no. But the one directly across the street from me is conditional sale. Huh. And I really like my ne- my neighbors across the street, so I'm sad that they're leaving. But I was, I totally did that. I was like, hey, don't let assholes move in. <laughs> 
And uh, they're they're nice though. Actually, they came over and said hello. The people who are like have conditionally purchased the house, I guess. I don't know when that's sold, but yeah. Wait a all... second. They went to meet the neighbors before yeah. the offers even first. They were very friendly. They were very nice. They said hello. Like we didn't have a like conversation. They were talking to my next door neighbor more than me, but they were talking to him. And then they stopped and said they just said hello. I was like hi. So nice people, which is great. And they were already looking at things that they wanted to do to the outside of the house. And I thought, that's good. It seems like they give a shit. And I want people to give a shit. And that's all that matters to me. All right. So do you like but the house? But we're all nosy. Are we not? Like, you're telling me if a, your house ne- that you haven't been to. Because maybe we've been to some of our neighbor's houses. But if a house you're curious about on your street went for sale, you wouldn't look through the realtor app? I it's might right go, there for you. Well, okay. Well, I might go through the realtor app for a reason. I'll tell you why in a second. I sure as shit wouldn't go to the open house and start wandering around no, like a goddamn tourist. Because there's cameras everywhere and they're going to know, right? Do that people has, watch the cameras yes, after an open house? I did. Really? I did. The last, yes. When we had an open house, we had our neighbors come over and it's possible that there was a legitimate reason. Like they knew someone who might want to buy the house. Like <sighs> if you want to buy that story but yeah we had a couple of neighbors come by and we went oh uh-huh i see uh-huh so for me i'm just paranoid about real estate value because yeah. and i know we're not yeah. all going to agree on this but i still think your home is an asset contrary to it what is. the government tells you oh it certainly is and when they intentionally set out to devalue all of our homes about a year ago then I was worried that, well, I bought my house for X. If they're trying to devalue it, I'm not even going to get the money back out of it when I eventually sell it. So I do pay attention to my local real estate market just yeah. to find out how much houses are selling for and to find out how badly we've been screwed here. Luckily, prices are bouncing back and they're going to go through the roof yeah. soon enough. It's busy too. There's a lot of listings up right. I'm, I'm noticing it anyways. Everyone else from where they are, um, but lots of lots of listings popping up, which it usually is like that in the spring, but we were a little worried just because of what's been happening the last year or so, right? I, I think what you're seeing right now in real estate is a combination of a couple of different things. It's the typical spring migration. People move around, especially when we're getting close to the end of the school year because people don't want to move their kids right before June. So I think it's a little bit of the seasonal effect. I think there's also a lot of people who just can't afford the home they're in anymore through Mm -hmm. no fault of their own. So they're in a position where they have to sell. Then there's others who were maybe on the fence about getting into the market. They do have the money. They do have the credit. And now they're seeing those deals start to pop up where they think they can swoop in and try and score. But I have a feeling it's a lot of people that don't necessarily want to sell. They just have to sell because the mortgage rates are crazy. But either way, I uh, I do pay attention to the houses in my area. But no, I would never do the walkthrough. No. And if I put my house up for sale and a neighbor came through with no intention of buying it, just wanted to be nosy, I would lose my shit. Would you? Would you call them out? Yeah, I'd call them out. What would you say? Like, what would you? What I'd go and you... stand in the middle of the dead end court and I'd say, hey, Kenny, you fucker. <laughs> Something Kenny, like that. Kenny, you fucker. If anybody did it, it would be Kenny. And then Kenny, you go, yeah, I am a fucker. <laughs> <laughs> he is, but I love him. Um, let me try and blow through a couple different stories before we talk about some labor issues that are up. 24-year-old woman is somehow okay after she got shot in her own room, sorry, in her own house in the vagina. Oh, no, no, no. Kat, this was a freak accident. Keep in mind, she's okay. So this woman was sitting in her living room. She felt a pain. She was hanging out relaxing when a bullet, a stray bullet that had been fired on the street, came through her wall and hit her right in the vag. 
The doctors say she is extremely lucky that the bullet went through the wall first and slowed the velocity enough that it didn't go right through her pelvis. She would have been seriously injured. Now, it didn't just land in her lap. It actually got lodged in there. I can see the x-ray. There's like a full bullet right in her privates. So they numbed her to remove the bullet. She was discharged the next day in stable and good condition. She's got to do a follow-up appointment in about a month, but otherwise, she's lucky to be alive, but she's doing fine. Hmm. That's a weird thing, right? I mean, I think every now and again, we all get a pain here and there. Like, oh, fuck, what's that? Maybe you scratch it, maybe you rub it, whatever. If you got a pain in the junk, would you instinctively think, fuck, I just got shot? No, I'm getting... (laughs) Just sitting in the living room watching TV. It's one of those things um, in the moment where you're just, your body goes into a shock, I'm sure. And you're just like, is this happening? Is this real life? What is happening right now? What do I need to do? And it takes a while probably to process and be like, I need help, right? Like, I would be in shock. And that's what she was, for sure. But the doctors say it's a miracle she wasn't more seriously injured. Rogers has announced they're partnering with SpaceX and Link Global to deliver satellite-to-phone connectivity across Canada and bolster coverage in remote regions of Canada that are not served by our traditional wireless networks. Good. It's going to be satellite coverage for SMS text messaging at first. Then they're eventually going to provide voice and data access for national parks, rural highways, areas that are currently unconnected. It's amazing, but this country is huge, mm-hmm. and there are large parts of it that still don't have cell phone service. So what are we doing? We're not going to have Rogers and Bell and Telus put up more towers. Fuck it. Why would we to serve those areas? We're calling on Elon. Elon's got that Starlink satellite system up there in space that can power it. So Rogers is just buying the Canadian portion of it, and you'll be able to, from coast to coast to coast, at least send a text message. Yeah, that's really good. Anyway, it is hard to believe, right? When you hear that, some people just don't, can't believe it. There's it's parts 2023. In, there's parts <laughs> of Southern Ontario yeah. where there's no phone service. Yeah. I grew up in, uh, I was born in Cambridge, but I grew up in Campbellville. That's that area, maybe on the West end of Milton, a little rural area. You know, if you go five minutes North of the 401 in Campbellville, there is no cell phone service. Really? Yep. And I grew up with dial-up long after my friends had DSL. It sucked. Uh, So this is good news. Anytime we can get more people connected online, that's great. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDSE. We're getting a new professional soccer league, Cat. Another whole new league. soccer league. A whole league. Cat. Do we need that? You know, we, we've talked before <laughs> about whether or not we need female versions of some of the popular leagues that we have. Right. And now there is a pro women's hockey league. And as I understand it, 
those teams actually had a pretty good year. Yeah. And they're actually able to afford a pretty good salary for the players so they don't have to treat their pro hockey career as a side hustle. So that's good. They're now full-time athletes. Now it's happening for female soccer players. AFC Toronto City is a little wordy. That is the third franchise that is joining the professional women's soccer league. And while that's great, little girls who are playing soccer right now probably don't see a path to playing in the pro leagues right? until now. So that's good. There's the place that they can go. If they're good enough to make it, they'll be there playing at least against Vancouver and Calgary. Three or four more teams are going to be added before they start next year. It's the sponsors. DoorDash Canada. Nice. CIBC. Wow. Air Canada. Canadian Tire. And the list goes on. That's going to be one extremely well-funded league. In other words, ladies, if you're even halfway decent at soccer... Start practicing because you're going to make money playing in this league. That's great to know. Are they they're providing salary as well? Like the, the whole thing would be provided. Oh, yeah. It'll be a pro league. Yeah. Uh, they'll get paid just like the Leafs, the Raptors yeah. and everybody else. If you're wow. on the squad, you get paid. That's great news. The union representing 400 employees at the Ontario Science Center says their workers are angry and mm. confused about the government's plans to move the attraction to Ontario Place. They're saying this because the other day, Premier Ford did a news conference where he said staff are excited by the prospect of moving to this exciting new venue. The union says, no, we're not happy about it. That sounds like a union. Opsu says the move could mean a smaller, more crowded space, reduced exhibit capacity and possible layoffs. I don't understand what people don't understand. Let me be very clear about what we're doing here with the Science Center in Ontario. Right now, it's in a cock-awful location. Mm -hmm. It's a pain in the ass to get to. It's not very nice. It's a dingy building. And we haven't improved upon it in many, 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 many years. So what we're going to do is we're revitalizing the waterfront. We've already got Ontario Place there, the big bubble. You've seen it a million times. It's great. We're going to move it down there where it's much more accessible, where it's going to be on two different goal lines. We're going to put it in the, uh, the center of the other attractions in Toronto, right near Ripley's and the CN Tower and BMO Field and Rogers Center. This makes perfect sense. And people who are saying, well, 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 it's going to be smaller. It'll be more crowded. Then we won't let as many people in at one time. Either way, this is going to happen. This should happen. We probably should have paid a little more attention to Ontario Place decades ago instead of letting it decay into the shitty, dingy location that it's at now. Isn't that seriously the argument that, well, it's going to be a little smaller, so less people? There's going to be more people, though, in total coming through it. I feel like if you're complaining as someone who works there, and please, by all means, if you are someone who works there or you know someone who works there and you have a different take on this and why you're upset, please let me know. But from what I can tell, it seems like quite selfish reasons. It's like if they said, uh, whatever, if they move anything that's a public building, there's going to be people complaining that work there because they're used to where they work. 
you're going to have to make adjustments to your daily schedule, and that's why you're pissed off. I don't think we can sit here and pretend like the real reason you're pissed off is less people will be able to enjoy it at one particular moment in time. That's horseshit. You're just mad that your daily routine is going to be thrown off, and that is a personal thing. And you can go ahead and be mad at that, but it shouldn't cause quite the uproar in the union. Oh, the union? I don't even know if they asked their members, because I know somebody who works at the Science Center, yeah? and they say this is going to be good, because right okay. now they admit it's shit. Well, they don't pay a lot of attention it, to it. It wouldn't be the first time a union said, blah, 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 but they actually didn't ask everybody. Can because I, this, happened, this has happened to me before when I was in a union. That's why I fucking hate unions. Well, you said it. I said it. I hate them. Let's be perfectly clear. Unions don't like conservative governments. They certainly don't like Doug Ford. And people who are opposed to this are opposed to it for purely political reasons because they just want another thing to pile on the government for. At the end of the day, you got to credit good ideas. Moving it to where they're moving it to is a great idea. The most shocking part of this story is the fact that there's 400 people that work for the Science Center. Mm. Doing what? If you told me they had 40 people working at the Science Center, I would have thought, okay, cool. 400? The yeah. fuck do they do all day? Well, there's, I mean, it is a big place. There's a lot of different exhibits, and then you have people at the front, and then you have people here, and people taking t class tours through. Like, I, I guess it probably makes sense. They have a lot. I bet you majority are part-time, though. Well, I would like to know how many people work at Ripley's, because it's a far more detailed and intricate operation, and I'll bet you they don't even have 400 employees, which just goes to, again, underline government well, waste. I wonder how much money each one makes, right? Who makes more? Ripley's? Ripley's, Ripley's is the most their successful tickets, attraction in the country. Their tickets, by the way, because you're going to, if you have never been before, you'll look at the ticket price, you're like, oh, is it worth it? Yes. In my opinion, it is. I've been more than once, and I'd be happy to pay that ticket price again. But the Science Center, I'm not even sure where they're at now. But like, but that goes back to your comment about, it's been a while since they revitalized it, since they made it something new. Do that, you'll have more people coming. Again, for the people complaining, or sorry, not the people, the union complaining, whoever's complaining, it's for the greater good. It is for the greater good. Thank you for saying that. Uh, while we're talking labor disruptions, the civil service is still out on strike. This mm -hmm. is the ninth day walking the picket lines. And can I tell you, I still, I want to care. I want to, but I just don't care. And it's funny because I feel like the vast majority of Canadians are not affected by this and don't care. If you're going to file your taxes online and you don't happen to want to immigrate here because you already are here, why do you care unless you happen to be shipping things by water? This is not having the impact on the public that I think the union would like everyone to think it is. It's just not. That's why they're ramping up the pressure. Now they've announced they're going to start, uh-oh, shutting down critical infrastructure. One target in each province, the target for Ontario, is the lift bridge. Over the Burlington Skyway or under the Burlington Skyway. Okay, the one under the... Do a lot, a lot of people use that? Like that'll screw up some people's commutes? I don't think it'll really screw up anybody's commute unless the mm. Skyway is closed. What it will do, though, is prevent ships from getting into Hamilton Harbor or out of Hamilton okay. Harbor. But like, Again, mm. I mean, are, are we going to be freezing anyone's bank account for this one? Because I thought one thing we agree we don't do is block critical infrastructure. And I... I mean, this is reminiscent of a lot of other protests that we've yes, seen. Similar, is. right? Yes, it is. And then you got to ask yourself if you're just pissing people off more, and then they're not going to be on your side. I, you know, I, and it's mostly about working from home still, right? Well, they still yeah. say it's about money. And they money, want, wage. Okay. They want thirteen and a half percent as a pay increase. The government offered nine. If my boss came to me and said, "Okay, listen, 
We're going to give you a 9% pay increase. Sign me the fuck up. I'll take it. Yeah, I'm surprised they haven't. Apparently, that's an insult. A slap in the face. Let me tell you something about this, this uh, what are they, PSAC or whatever they're called? The PSAC, Public Service yeah. Alliance of Canada? Which is a great thing. Oh, PSAC. Gotta love those, those fun acronyms. I'll tell you something about this. When it comes to the wages... Work out whatever you want to work out, but stop saying it's because of inflation. Because, hey, we're not going to take away any of your salary when inflation goes back down. Right now, inflation is high. It had hit 11%. Now it's down to 4%. They want, or we're offering a 9% increase. They want 13.5%. They say, because of inflation and the rising cost of living. Now, that affects everybody here, guys. And mm-hmm. if the government wants to give it to you, if we can truly afford it, if it's budgeted for, if we're getting good value for money, I really don't care what they land on. But I thought nine was high. Thirteen and a half seems obscene. I don't know anybody that gets a thirteen and a half percent pay increase. And both sides are saying the other will not budge. That's the first thing. When it comes to work from home, part of their argument is we did it during COVID and it worked great. Did it? Did it really work great? Because I don't phone the government for many things, but I certainly did talk to some staff who were working from home and they were happy to tell you all about their day and what they're up to and all that sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And we all know how we all acted when we were working from home. They want premium pay. And if they're not going to give us premium service, then I don't think they get premium pay. Part of premium pay would be a premium service. And that means in the office, doing your job properly, efficiently, getting the job done. Nobody has ever accused the government or the civil service of being efficient or getting the job done or having gold star service. Mm -hmm. They just haven't. And if we're going to pay for something at a premium price, then we should get a premium service. And if the public service is willing to do that, fine, let us work from home two days a week. And we guarantee that you will see X level of productivity out of us. We will answer your call Within five minutes on hold, we will make sure that we rectify your situation. We will make sure that you get your passport in a timely fashion or that your immigration paper is processed or your incoming shipment clears customs. We will make sure that Canadians have the best public service in the country. But nobody's even talking about performance. Nobody's even talking about benchmarks for success. It's all about the most money and the most benefit. And the benefit they want is to work from home. And I know why. It would be great to work from home. But it's not reality. By the way, it's also an increase in pay in a way. Also right? an increase it's, in pay. It is. It is. It's, it's like getting a raise in a way. It really is. You're saving on, on costs on a lot of things. So you want perk on top of perk. It's a weird thing for me. They want it all, it seems. They want it all. And and, hey, listen, I'm I'm not part of these negotiations. I don't know if it's deserved or not. I just know that as a consumer, I've never once had to deal with the the government, provincial or federal, and thought, wow, that was a really great experience. That was faster than I thought. That was smooth. Mind you, they deal with some shit too. I get it. Like, there's going to be other ways around. I get it, especially if you're working for like revenue. Ugh. They deal with the shit, the the, the lowest of the low at, at points. Uh, But still, it's a mixed bag, right? This is causing controversy for some, me in particular, because I'm personally affected by it. I have a family member who works for the CRA, and she's out on the picket line right now, hating her life. She's like, this is not what I signed up for when I came to work for the CRA. This is not what I wanted Mm -hmm. to do is be forced to go out on strike. And if I don't walk the picket line, I don't get my measly $75 of strike pay. It's crazy that people are being forced to do it. Yeah. I, I don't, just don't know when we're going to get to a point in this country where we can all agree that unions have a place. However, 
Union membership should be optional for everybody. Just because you're a teacher in Ontario doesn't mean you should have to join the teachers union. Just because you work for the CRA doesn't mean you should be forced into joining the CRA's union. The fees are nuts, too. The amount like, they I've, pay is yeah, fucking crazy. It's, 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 for a lot of people, it's not worth it. Straight up. Do you know how many people would say, fuck your $75 strike pay, just give me back my union dues for the last year? Yeah. And they would take that deal in a heartbeat because it's a lot of money. Last thing I want to get to is psychics. Yeah, psychics. Have you ever gone to one? I've never, I've done like silly things at, at fairs and carnivals before where they're like sitting there with tarot cards. I had a girlfriend that dragged me to sit down with her and do a tarot card reading. I couldn't even tell, it was long ago. But I've never like made an appointment, I suppose you call it, with a psychic and gone in to talk to a psychic before. No. Would, would you ever, do you see yourself ever being in a situation where you just want another opinion, objective, maybe somebody who's clairvoyant, maybe not. So yeah. I, you're, you, you, I would feel like wasting 80 bucks. Let me go and see yeah. this psychic here. <laughs> I feel like wasting it. <laughs> um, don't let your opinion show, Fox. I've never okay. been to one, so I don't know. Sure. Um, I think for me, I'd rather go medium than go psychic. So psychics are the ones who can apparently foretell the future, whereas a medium just talks to the dead? Yeah, yeah. A medium is the bridge between the afterlife and and now, yeah. Do you, is there someone in particular that you want to speak to or is it just um, in general? Historical feature or figure, maybe a family member? Oh, oh, who I would want to speak to from the other side, do you mean? Yeah, I mean, I would be curious just to see what popped up. Interesting. Yeah. Maybe there's somebody on the other side that wants to talk to you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Oh. Why would I miss out on that? Interesting. A guy in Los Angeles, his name is Moro has just filed a third lawsuit against a psychic that he claims defrauded him and caused him emotional distress. His ex-girlfriend... <laughs> Wait, we can sue psychics for fraud? <laughs> oh, that's a big lineup. Moro here says his ex-girlfriend hired a witch to put a curse on him. Jesus, where do you do that? Craigslist? Honestly? <laughs> where do you find that listing? So I... Uh, <laughs> I'm looking for a witch. I, I know that there are people out there who not only believe in witches, some of them believe they are a witch. I met a girl once who was convinced she was a witch. How long did the relationship last? Oh, it wasn't a relationship. I was freaked out just in case she was. <laughs> I, I didn't want to get involved. In any case, she um, or this guy here says he was defrauded and he wants to sue. So he found this psychic through Google. Her name is Sophia Adams and she has a PhD. So he thought, well... Mm. A psychic who's also a doctor? This is Got to go to this one. So Sophia told Moro here he could remove the curse, but he needed to buy a special crystal from her for $5,100. Yeah, you know, wouldn't you be skeptical right away? Like, I have the cure for five grand. Come on, cough it up. <laughs> like, mm. He gave her a $1,000 down payment and took the crystal, but he was supposed to continue paying it off. Now, this is going to be shocking, I know, for a lot of people listening. The crystal didn't work. What? He feels he's still cursed. And now he thinks he's also been ripped off by the psychic. So he wants $25,000 <laughs> in damages, saying that he was swindled and she caused him emotional distress. In exchange, the psychic has said, you're an idiot. If you give me back that crystal, I will refund your $1,000, but nothing is going to happen as far as me giving you a check because you feel like you were defrauded. 
I'd love to be the judge in this case. Yeah. So tell me more about this curse that your ex-girlfriend put on you. And then you went to see a psychic and she told you this crystal was worth $5,100 and that would get rid of a curse. So you only paid $1,000 for it. It didn't work. And now you want to sue for $25,000. The math here ain't mathin'. There's certain people who have, it's a personality thing in my opinion, when certain people will just let things live inside their brain because they think it's the way. You thought... She was a witch. Or maybe she told you, I'm a witch and I put a curse on you. And now every move you make, you're thinking something went bad. I mu- it must be because of the curse, right? Uh-huh. It could just so happen that that day you, I don't know, you spilled your coffee all over the place. And then, and then oh, you'll, your favorite sports team lost. And you're like, I must, must be the curse. And then you get someone else to make you believe that a crystal is going to solve it. So in your head, you're like, a crystal will solve it. It's, there's certain personality types where they'll believe anything they hear. And that's to me, that to me sounds like this guy. I'd like to meet this guy. There's a bridge yeah. I'd like to sell him and possibly some snake oil this as the, well. This is the thing, right? <laughs> I mean, I think if I, okay, so if I'm the judge in the case, just knowing what I know, and obviously we don't know details about the curse and what the hell that's all about. I'd like to know more information about this witch and where you find that. Witches are us. Like, me how do you too. find that shit? Yeah, probably Google. <laughs> <laughs> Yelp. Probably. <laughs> So aside from that, which I'd be curious to find out more about, I think I would just say she was willing to give you your money back. There's nothing wrong with that. Take it. Go away. Move on, dude. Yeah. And if you still think you're cursed, that's on you if you want to spend money on crystals and shit. But probably just you need to take a look at your life and and figure it out for yourself because it's probably nothing to do with the curse. He's going to spend way more than that in lawyers anyway. And and before we wrap it up, I do want... Oh, do and wanna... for the love of God, I hope you're not a Leafs fan. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um, I did get a lot of DMs from people yesterday that are going through the family court process. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And one thing that came up over and over and over again in all those messages, and it doesn't affect my personal situation because my kids are older, um, but there's a lot of people going through family court now that have kid issues. Yeah. And yeah. every guy that messaged me said the same thing. The courts heavily favor women. It's almost like they're biased against you when you walk in there as a man. Right. I haven't experienced that. I had a great experience in court. Judge was very, very capable. She was a super smart lady. And I think she made a lot of right decisions. Uh, In in the case of guys, though, and women, too. I mean, hey, if you're fighting for your kids, I totally understand the passion there. I I feel for you because that's a shitty spot to be in where somebody else gets to make that decision. Yeah, and unfortunately, I think it's a history thing too for them because in in its history, if you look back, it's probably men that, that caused it. And you might be a great, you know, father and maybe you were an okay husband or not, doesn't matter. But I think in those cases, they're favored because just history goes to show usually the men weren't there 100% and the mothers were. Do you know what I mean? And that might have nothing to do with you. But unfortunately, you... Uh, you know, you get the shit end of all of those sticks mm-hmm. as a guy, I think. I think that just happens. But hopefully you get a non-biased judge, whoever you are, if you're going through it, it sucks. I actually have friends that are they're going through it. And with young kids, I just feel for them because it really is, it becomes about the children. That's the only reason you're hanging on. And then that becomes bitter when one person wants one thing and the other wants another. And ugh, what, a, what a shitty situation. Gotta go, everybody. Have a great Thursday. Go Leafs, go. Woo! And hopefully we're having a victory party tomorrow. I, I hope so. I'll bring the scotch. And Dave Lazard will join us. It'll be fun. Ahead of his coronation, a life-size chocolate bust of King Charles has been unveiled. Take a look at this thing. Yeah. Oh. yeah they stopped at the shoulders because they were like, I think this is creepy enough. 
The USDA announced that it is considering making changes to limit the amount of salmonella in some chicken products. I'm sorry, they haven't already? <laughs> We're also considering a three strikes rule if it's secretly a pigeon. Beats is launching new transparent earbuds. Here's my advice, if you drop one, move on with your life. Ben & Jerry's co-founder Ben Cohen recently launched a new cannabis line called Ben's Best Blends. <laughs> Hopefully it's a lot more popular than Jerowin. Oh.